You're listening to the Well Women Podcast. I'm your host, Gemma Lee, women's cycle health educator. Together, we're normalizing periods, cracking open real body talk, and femme rising the future. I'm here to remind you that your body is amazing. You can achieve balance, and body confidence all begins with your menstrual cycle. Get ready, beautiful. You're about to learn how to confidently reconnect with your body and discover your unique flow. This is episode 148 of the Well Woman podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is the podcast episode all about herbalism for your menstrual cycle. And I'm joined by the amazing Mason Taylor. Now, Mason is a thought leader, professional speaker, tonic herbalist and writer who inspires and teaches people to once again become enchanted with their body, life and health. Now, I wanted to reach out to Mason for a number of different reasons for this particular chat, because he is the father of Superfeast. Now, if you don't know what Superfeast is, go check out Instagram, Superfeast. Um, You can also check out their website, superfeast.com.au. Mason provides some of the world's most multi-dimensional talks, trainings, coaching programs, and health products with Superfeast. And he does this to support people on their own journey of embodying self and living an enchanted life. Now, Mason personally has spent over 15,000 hours studying the field of health and transformation, and he employs education, vulnerable conversation, and deep connection to help people discover who they really are and what they are here to do in this world. Now, when it comes to herbalism, I can't literally think of someone who knows more about herbalism than Mason. I remember meeting Mason years ago, back in around 2012, 2013, as he was starting his Superfeast journey. And I myself have been using the products for about three months now, and they have really had such a profound impact on my skin health and also my menstrual health in how I menstruate. And we talk about this in this episode about diving into our cyclical nature. We talk about the yin and the yang. We talk about blood building for women and herbs that support blood building. And I've definitely noticed that in my own personal experience. But we also talk about medicinal mushrooms for a healthy cycle, um, doused herbalism and daily check-ins. We kick it off with daily check-ins, of course. So you're about to get the opportunity to enhance and tap into this beautiful energy that Mason has. So I trust that you're going to enjoy this episode. I had a thoroughly amazing time recording it with Mason. Now, don't forget, whilst we're going through this episode, to head over to Instagram and check out Superfeast. This is Mason's little baby. You'll learn all about the products that he produces there. Now, I've been using three of the products, the two that I'm loving the most. Uh, one, I Am Guy. This is a beautiful blend for women's health. It's very much focused in on the menstrual cycle and the endocrine structure for a female. I'm actually absolutely loving that. And it, we talk about blood building in this episode, but this particular product, I've noticed how much it supports my menstrual time and the change in my menstrual blood has been so beautiful. Now, the second product that I absolutely love out of all of their products is the Beauty Blend. I've noticed some changes in my skin along with some sunspots that I have over a period of time. So if you want to check these out, head to Superfeast on Instagram or go to superfeast.com.au if you live in Australia or just superfeast.com and use the code Gemma Lee, all one word, to save. Mason, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. How are you doing? I'm so good. How are you? I'm fantastic too. Thank you. Um, we always ask our female guests, tell us what day of your cycle you're on and how are you checking in? So I'm going to ask you, how are you checking in today? And then tell me, as we talked about before we hit record, what day of your of her cycle is your woman on? <laughs> so checking in, um, I had a, yeah, I had a, I, like this morning was a bit of a, we've got daycare at our place today. So it was like an up and at them. Um, and so I had a little, a little, I slept in a little bit myself. Maybe that was my way of checking in because I understood if I go to bed a little bit later, I sleep a little bit later. Um, but, um, and it's something we do with my executive team. We have like five minutes where we jump on it. We just jump on a five minute call. And that is the question we ask each other every day of whether we've had an opportunity to check in with our body and ourself. And, um, and I'm happy to say that I, I, I did take 60 seconds this morning just to do a simple thing, and it's almost where I started. Sometimes people ask me, how did you get started on this journey? And it got started um, heavily from when I was on a bus in Bolivia and I had an involuntary drop into my body and I kind of just got present to the trajectory that I was on immunologically. I had some fatigue, I had some fungus and all kinds of things. And I was like, "Mm, this feels a little bit crossing my fingery you know, just hoping I don't become a statistic. I'd like to be a little bit more in, um, I didn't want to just be in the driver's seat. I wanted to just 
um, feel like I was um, aware. I was I, I was becoming aware of what the future trajectories were, were on, rather than just randomly arriving somewhere at eighty years old. I, I was like, it'd be interesting to you know kind of have a little bit of a forecast of where I, where I'm moving. Um, and so I just got really interested in potentiation that led me to Taoism because Western herbalism and modern Chinese medicines all symptoms, whereas Taoism is just like, you know, here's this energy that emanates from a collaboration of organs and energies and various transformations within the body. We call that our Jing, we call this our Qi, and we call this our Shen. And it's about ensuring that they, they are being protected and cultivated and that the elements are moving and transforming between yin and yang in our body and expressing and moving from shittiness to virtual virtuousness and so on and so forth. So I was like, that all happened in a little drop-in and it just, it was an in, involuntary, and I was on a Bolivian bus in a savannah, a high, high mountain savannah with chickens around me and someone moving their whole house on top of the bus and I just felt my body and that's all it took. And I was like, wow, I'm really going to like, you know, I'm really going to take my health by the balls when I um, get home. I bet that's the first time that's been spoken the, that I'm um, taking something by the balls has been spoken about on this menstruation focused podcast. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, and that's all it took. And so this morning, I'm happy to say that I honored that, that, that journey in, in Bolivia and I had 60 seconds. I just simply dropped into my body and I was just like, where am I at? remembering that my mind and body are connected and then I shot on with my day and then and then here we are having a, having a lovely conversation with you fantastic whilst daycare is going on at home um I love it thank you and it really only takes like 60 seconds if not less to kind of check in with yourself so I'm super but it changed my life my whole trajectory of mm-hmm. my life was like I was like, oh, I like the way I'm living. I'm having fun. And I was, I'm enjoying myself. I'm, you know, scallywag vagabond going around the world. Um, you know, I was at uni at the time, but, I, you know, I was like kind of enjoying myself. And I was, you know, a bartender, I was a ski instructor, but I was just like, there was this little bit of ambiguous, like flabbiness of just falling into some, st- you know, statistic driven, you know, disease riddled, degenerative, you know, relying on your superannuation and pension kind of way of living going on. And that just felt a little bit disempowering, but you know, but it's not disempowering. It was boring. It's, it's boring. And I don't, and creating safety and boring is different. Creating foundations so you can feel safe and not be in states of chronic fear and worry is very different to, um, to, to being boring. There's parts, mm-hmm. you know, on the inverse, this is how yin and yang works. Um, whereas I was like, this is a real, this is like a, an apathy, it's an apathy. It's a stag chi stagnation. And I call that being, you know, being boring. And that's, and it's a, and it shows when you're in a dogma that that was an unintentional boredom. And it happens when people get into extreme dietary and spiritual dogma that they just become flabby talking points for their, you know, for, for, for their, you know, and missionaries for whatever their, you know, whatever their carnivore or raw vegan or Kundalini Bible tells them to say. And there's like, when there's like, you know, a, a human sovereign interacting with those, um, with those, um, those systems, beautiful. But then, you know, when someone falls over and just, you know, all of a sudden I've done it many times and this is why I'm so intimate. I like talking about it. And this does, this falls into the menstrual conversation because when you do this and fall into ideological dependence, whether it's unconscious in the Western society, which is where I was at, or for when you go into your, you know, new spirit, you know, you have your spiritual and health awakening. And for me, it was getting into raw foodism or whatever it is for people. Once you start going, yes, this is the way, and this is this ideology, this is like, we're right, we're in this camp is right. And you set up your tent in that camp and you start forming an identity of like kicking back against some other ideology or kicking back against the, you know, your, your parents and the way they brought you up or Western society. And it's like, you know, you start formulating your own self-identity by rejecting something else or kicking back against something else. That's when you fall out of your own center and you start becoming really boring, like batshit boring, right? And so that happens as well. When you start becoming excessively boring, it means that you're not pulsing with spirit consciousness shen because you are deficient in blood and you can see it. You become feeble, you become uninteresting, you become apathetic. And it's one of the core reasons why we see menstrual issues. It's one of the core reasons we see people living in fear, especially at the moment, fear and worry and just scraping for some kind of like 
oh, I just I just needed something to believe in. I just need to believe, all right, cool. This is a good camp. I'm going to sit here and I believe this. And anyone that doesn't believe this is you're an asshole. And, um, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, we know the conversation. That ideological leaning is an indicator that we are not living in a self-generating, sustainable way within our own natural ecosystem of our body. Our system isn't self-generating. What happens if we're not doing that? We're leaking. So we're leaking our foundations. We're leaking our jing energy. We're making ourselves prone to exhaustion. That Our libido goes away. Our capacity to build blood goes away. At that point, hormones go off. At that point, we see menstrual issues and we see men not living. Um, you know, I'm just going to put in a men's perspective. You know, obviously it's maybe not as obvious because men don't need to build blood as much as women, right? So that's a, it's a massive distinction in, say, if you have a, um, say a work environment and we're trying to, um, you know, we're trying to just like treat everyone the exactly the same biologically without understanding that when a woman bleeds and builds blood, there is a, there is a natural flow of yin and yang playing out. There's going to be natural yang cycles. There's going to be natural yin cycles where the woman is going to want to go into deep nourishment in order to build blood because that blood has been lost. We won't go into like, no, there's, there's the, sh the men, 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 we've got it. Like, and that's just a beautiful thing. It's not a, like, it's not like a, you know, like I'm not saying, oh, you know, women have got, that's a struggle for women and men have got their struggle. There's just, you know, men are governed by chi and that, that, that has its own benefits and pitfalls. Women governed by blood. So governed by, and so when you ideologically lean and become boring as batshit, right? And just become a talking head for, for, you know, like for like you're not not interesting, not creating, generating your own thoughts, not able to say, well, I don't know, maybe this, maybe that. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm just going to engage rather than pretend I'm right. That that's a, it's a sure way to start getting menstrual issues and and becoming so when you become that boring, the only way for you to exist is to become dependent on an institution, and that's dependency on um, on on drugs and dependency on surgery. That's where it leads verse being engaged with your own body and your own evolutionary journey where you can start to understand and learn what how your biology works what it means for you um through the through the rhythm and the song and dance of month to month and year to year but especially through the cycle of what it means for that blood to get purified and to and to build back build back fresh blood what herbs contribute to that what diet contributes to that where do i need to be within my body how do I stay engaged and be able to get really yang and proactive, but not fall into ideological belief that that's how I need to be excessively yang all the time, smashing it, winning, hustling always. And then knowing when it's time to build blood, you are going to start running against your own biology and your, and your organs need to build blood and flush yourself with this fresh blood, right? Building new blood, come on, you kidding me? Flushing your body with this fresh, exuberant, vibrant blood that carries the spirit carries the shen, carries the wisdom and pulses it through your entire body. You can see how shit's going to go wrong if, if, if women aren't allowing themselves to do that. Totally. I'm loving everything you're saying. Everyone who's listening to this is going to be like, oh, my God, he's talking, he's talking so fast. I can't take notes quick enough. Um, you're spot <laughs> on. I think what, what we experience a lot today is monotonous, like everyone's just doing the same thing all the time and we're so disconnected to ourselves more than ever that we don't actually know how we feel or what's actually truly going on and that's why we have degenerative disease. Um, and I love the question about checking in with yourself regardless of what gender you are or how you identify because it's simply just becoming aware of where you're at and how you feel. So I love all of this. And I do want to ask you some questions about blood building and why that's really important and herbs that can contribute to that. Um, before we do that, quick question. Your woman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. I didn't partner, answer that. Do you know what day of her cycle she is on? And that's how right. is she that's doing? That's my woman. I'm joking. I'm, so, like, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> you own her. That's a, that's a bad joke at this time for <laughs> mother to your children um where's she at in her cycle um i mean i'm really i'm really grateful something you know, i'm i'm pretty good i think I've, as i've as i've said to you i i advocate for men you know staying connected to their to their lovers through understanding where they are at in their cycle likewise for um for a, a woman and as you said however you are however there's an identification whatever it is i'm i'm talking about 
you know, certain elements of um, of, of a bi biology in terms of what a body needs at, if you're going through particular cycles, whether you're going to be governed by blood, whether you're going to be governed by chi, all of that can be, you know, inter you know related with outside of all the, you know, the black and white gender things that I'm saying. But nonetheless, I'm going to stay there and say those things. So for and for women, likewise, to stay um, stay tuned into their lovers or, um, you know, whether whether a man or, or woman or whatever, um, where they're at in their chi cycle, especially their emotional cycle. And so I'm staying in that rhythm. For me, we're pregnant. So I don't have to really. <laughs> so she is and how far along is she? We're 21 weeks. 21 weeks. Okay, great. So um, my bestie is 22 at the moment. So very close. Hopefully she's flying high in, in her second trimester. Um, so she would run off the moon cycle. And given that it was just a full moon, she's in her in autumn, you know, her lutealish kind, not that she has a luteal phase right now, but she's in that the entrance to the yin phase of her cycle um, and she can cycle with the moons, which is what I, I do love to teach. So I'm glad that, you know, you know, mm. she's pregnant. That's you saying the autumn, because I, I like, as soon as we get into myopic Western reductionist terminology, I'm a fan of it. I love hearing it. I just, I just forget it. I just, I, I, I just, I don't have any room anymore. I, I know my certain little bit of biology and I like that. And I do it for herbalism. And then some areas, they just fall off me. And so relating to it seasonally, straight away, the, the non-colonized part of my mind and brain and heart can be like, ah, I can connect to that, right? And, you know, and so that's, it's a, it's a really good way to relate to where, where she's at in terms of that autumn energy, that lung energy, it's metal starting to descend. It's, um, it's probably the hardest skill set in relation to an element or a season that we have in the West is starting to, you know, descend and mourning, you know, mourning that high energy yang of summer and late summer and starting to realize that, oh, perhaps everything you externally think is achievement and, you know, and what, you know, you know, like is, is maybe not everything and you can start to go within. Uh, what that a late summertime too, like, mm. um, just to think about the menstrual cycle before we ask, I ask you these other questions is, after ovulation, if a woman hasn't conceived, knowing that the female's role of the body is naturally to ovulate, to conceive, the body's wanting to conceive, is that if there hasn't been a successful conception or implantation, the body does go through a bit of a void. And this is very much like that late summer season where it's that transitional point of the year where you're like, I've gone from having so much energy and being all out there and social to being like, oh my God, now I have to bunker down and spend more time inside. And it's mm. very challenging for people in the western world or most people in general on the planet to understand this transition um, but we also go through it in the cycle and that's why the seasons are really greatly linked into the different phases of the cycle because they help you think oh it's winter and i'm menstruating okay so i should treat my body like it's winter <laughs> i mean it's the most obvious thing it's the i mean it's it's such a weird thing to have to dedicate your life to in such a technologically advanced civilization but like, like you, if I, I've been talking about like, our, you know, super feast, like we've, I've just been talking with my marketing manager this morning about our manifesto, about our purpose for being, and, you know, we get, you know, we get really far out and galactic in terms of what we're, you know, what our intentions and what we're doing and the lineage that we're walking and what we're sparking and the profanity, the profanity, the profoundness of we're trying to, you know, the, prof the, the profanity, profound fucking profanity that I'm trying. <laughs> trying to bring into the world. Uh, sorry, I'm in a funny, in a funny mood this morning. I love it. Um, and and such a part of that was like this entire organization, which is getting decent size. Like many organizations out there, what you're talking talking about is returning to the natural. And it's such a superficial thing when the colonized mind hears that. And as you start to pick away the colonization and return to the natural, um, the natural within yourself. Um, and the natural relationship that you have with the earth and the sun and um, with, you know, where, where we, where, how we're oriented, you know, between those, um, those two beings is um, it's a, it's a massive job and it's like a, and it's a really worthwhile like life purpose that, you know, millions and billions of humans have contributed to and kept the embers alive um, for, you know, for as long as we've been, been human in the face of that, that moving towards that, you know, that progressiveness, which, you know, which then can, can ossify when we go too far and, you know, starts to become that excessive, unnatural technological structure that almost thinks, you know, it, it's like you know, a God within itself, which is delusional because, you know, we're 
fucking sovereign, never, never created, never created, you know? And so that is what, it, you know, like th these conversations. And I think for people having that check-in, you know, and relating to the elements within themselves and relating to what, you know, how you roll and, you know, within, within your cycle when it comes into winter, and especially when you come into the yin phase and the winter phase of your cycle in winter, just connecting and honoring and respecting that such a, it's like, it's such a, it's such a, um, the, the potency is so it can be not can't be overstated just how powerful that that is um and allowing the natural to us to go out of the the synthetic highway of life and start moving into our own you know like you can start just in the beginning you can just trek off to your own um to your own natural path that unveils for you and your life that isn't dictated by those synthetic systems and they are synthetic not bad didn't say bad or wrong just at the moment very very excessive anything excessive where is going to ossify and eventually die whole point of structure is to bring bring a structure around especially around the heart and the pericardium and to bring some strong bones and to the system maybe a yang a yang expression of the spleen is to bring strong muscle to the system and ultimately all of that exists to protect the heart right and so if it, if we like, if we go, like we, we get addicted and uh, we, like uh, companies, you know, you could, you could say like, I'm in, in a really precarious stage because if I, I'm really needing a lot of structure right now, if I want to get to where I want to be in 10 years, if I was to continue to structure and just bring in corporate ideas with this talking, talking piece of like, it becomes an ideology, this external ideology, oh, this is my justification for why I'm doing all this. Um, you know, this is where I want to be at 10 years. And I just go into excessive structure. I start strangling the heart and ossifying the, uh, the, the tissue, calcifying the fascia. And I stop living and breathing. And I forget that the purpose of that structure is to um, weave in and interact and dance with that soft yin and to remember, you know, the, you know how, to, how to create rhythm and harmony between them. And again, that's what happens. That's what's happening right now, especially with technology, um, uh, you know, especially in the pharmaceutical industry, it's ossified. It's, you know, you can't ever kill, like nothing can ever really die. They, you know, as much as they're dead entities, a lot of the time, they are living entities, you know, those like those pharmaceutical companies, they're, you know, they're big living things, but they're so far from center. They are so far from the natural um, that um, it's up to us as individuals, as sovereign individuals to remember, you know, all we can do is orient around our own center, our own in a harmony and um it's definitely going to be things like simple thing of remaining checked into your biology and the way that you're you know the way you're, you're the song is emerging from within yourself it's like it's a profound thing it really is totally profound and it just hones back into the benefit of just a simple 60 second check-in so I love it. Um, really, really love it. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, now, I'd love to switch gears a little bit and talk about herbalism and Superfeast. Um, now, you created Superfeast. Tell us what is Superfeast and how did this kind of come about and um, what's your background in herbalism? And then I want to ask you some questions about herbalism and building herbs for, herbs for building blood. Great. Um, yeah, Superfeast is 10 years old now. Um, and I just started in mum's spare room in Sydney um, 10 years ago. And um, it's, we're in Mullumbimby now. And um, I mean, at, what, what we, we, we started off, I just, with the, I was just going in my own exploration for what it was that was going to help me cultivate health within my body and help me continue to be able to, you know, get the most out of my body. This is the, my, the intention at the time. Um, that led me to many things. Superfeast had a couple of additions in the, in the beginning, but the, the, the most notable was when I started studying Taoism um, and Taoist tonic herbalism. Um, it was a style of herbalism, as I've spoken about, that wasn't just focused on symptomology, but the cultivation of life. That is the point. That's what when, you, when they talk about the Taoist tonic herbs, they are the herbs that were first shown to us in a, um, the very first Materia Medica, to our knowledge, um, in that we've ever had, as, and which is it came, emanated, emerged from China, ancient China, over 2000 years ago by Shen Nong. And in that Materia Medica, in that collection of herbs, three categories, and one of those categories were the superior herbs. And those were the ones that you didn't have to wait until you had symptoms <clears throat> or until you had a disease 
to take. You took them um, as a part of your lifestyle or as a part of your intention to cultivate life. So to cultivate your jing, your, your, your foundational energy we've talked about, which is bone strength, our ability to not degenerate physically, to not age prematurely, libido, good sex hormone fluctuations. That's our jing energy. People that are not sleeping and relying on coffee um, excessively are leaking jing, right? And wi- winding down on wine and winding up on coffee. <laughs> yeah. Now, some people are like, like Keith Richards and they have born with a lot of jing, right? So that's a really strong constitution. Jing's like the wax of the candle. He's like got a big fat waxy candle. Like um, some people have got little skinny constitutions, right? And it's not good or bad. Really, you, you, you're going to have to be aware of it. Nonetheless, it does pay to understand how you live so that you can still cultivate your jing and you're not leaking it because you know to the you know it, as a long-term decades 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 conversation you want to have enough jing it's like your superannuation that when you get to 70 80 and 90 you're not deteriorating within your bones and mind you've got those foundations so that you can continue to pass on your your wisdom and shen I'm interrupting this episode to let you know that today is sponsored by my brand new signature membership program, the Well Woman Academy. Would you love to discover your own menstrual cycle, understand ovulation, master menstruation and live cyclically? Well, your menstrual cycle membership is here. The Well Woman Academy is a monthly membership where together we study menstrual cycles, cycle tracking, cycle rituals, contraception, the feminine, eating and moving through your cycle. Yep, it's the number one place to discover how to end cycle signs and PMS for good. For less than $2 a day each month, you'll access over 150 live self-paced educational classes and cyclical specific learning modules across a wide range of formats, including written, audio, video, and guided home study. Not to mention every membership gives back with the menstrual cups to menstruators in need thanks to our commitment with the COVA project. Join me and women from all over the world inside our private Facebook community and online learning portal as we awaken your cycle, reconnect your body and guide you to live in cyclical harmony. Learn more and join us at www.wellsome.com forward slash academy. I got into these herbs um, really like I, I fell in absolutely fell in love with them. And at that point I started realizing, you know, I'm pretty good at communicating what my love for them to people. And so I um, hadn't ever done public speaking or, you know, really been, I, I wasn't a good conversationalist or anything like, you know, as far as I was concerned. Um, and so I started doing markets and stuff and talking about the herbs and, um, I and, think I met you at the real food revolution. Oh yeah. That's, that sounds right. With Christy, that's when, Christy Ord. Yeah. And, um, yeah, Chris is a friend of mine and yeah, I'm pretty sure. And Rory. Yeah. And that's where like, I kind of started, like I started out back in, what was it? Like it was 2014 and I started out yeah in 2013 and yeah that's when you had your first mason's mushrooms blend right yep that's it yeah that's it i am and well i mean i got into the mushrooms because they uh, like the medicinal mushrooms non-psychedelic non-culinary mostly tree mushrooms they um again we don't have too much time but the the just how profound their impact on the body was and how profound the reverence was of the ancients towards shaga and reishi and cordyceps how unique they were in how they interacted biologically with the immune system um, with the nervous system and the endocrine system just how much they brought in regulation and they called they called them the protectors you know like mushrooms been these ultimate protectors of the body and so I got into these tonic herbs, which includes the mushrooms and also berries and roots and rhizomes. And, you know, collectively, they called them the messengers from heaven. Like these herbs are so profound. And they're so beautiful in, too. So beautiful. And mm. just so profound in their both like immediate effects. A lot of people feel immediately the impact of like taking a jing herb and feeling that enter into their kidneys and feeling their, you know, sexual vigor come alive, their strength come alive their, you know, remembrance that, that you don't have to be reliant on stimulants. I can actually generate energy for my, for myself um, or a mushroom feeling this protective. That's what, for me, I was taking tablespoons of reishi and chaga and I could feel my immune system coming back online. I could just feel it. Right. Which is, you know, yes, I want to have, I want to, I want to use Western 
reductionism and you know testing to like and, and test markers of immunity that's one thing and looking at the studies also what about the natural what about me you know remembering that i can actually feel my way through herbalism as well and so there's the difference a lot of herbalism um, and then excessively go into drugs. The institution and the, the healer and the practitioner want to own it. You can't own herbalism. And now at the same time, on the, you know, on where the herbs for the people within the general population, you do have people excessively just like, yeah, whatever, this, you know, this herb, whenever you can have as much as you want, you know, that's, that's excessive in itself. That's a lack of intelligence around, you know, like an, an engagement with the herb itself. But nonetheless, Taoist tonic herbalism is herbalism for the people. It is herbalism. It represents herbalism being introduced into, into the home, into, into the hands of mothers and fathers so that, that they can have a relationship with a herb and then introduce their intention to immunologically protect their children and support their children's chi to find its footing in this world as it, as it rolls out. Um, the capacity for us to not just sit back and just cross our fingers and hope that grandma and grandpa and our elders don't just like continue to deteriorate and do nothing for them except give them a shitty calcium or iron supplement because that's all they have in retirement homes which as subsequently the two worst supplements you can possibly give a human and the two that you do not want to be giving to a human we can we can um, introduce or they can introduce for themselves herbs to continue to, to bring flow and harmony to their kidney water so that their bones don't deteriorate, so that their mind has support, bring chi herbs to their body so their body can become animated once again. This is like, that's Taoist herbalism. So I, 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 I fell in love hard because it's, it's not necessarily the herbs themselves, but there's a philosophy and intention and mission and, and lineage and, and flowing of the embers of something invisible within humanity of, you know, that's worth, worth keeping alive. And the herbs are a Trojan horse for me to be able to do that and have that conversation and spark that conversation. So I went, yeah, I just started doing, this is before mushrooms were cool. Everyone's on mushrooms now. Like when I was doing it, it was like people It was still... before mushrooms were cool. I'm like the, I was working in nutritional manufacturing at the time as a food science formulator as well. And so I had already been in the industry oh, for yeah. seven for seven years like that was how I got into health and guiding people and so formulating products you know and doing that for big companies all over Australia and New Zealand and it was all natural raw food live food stuff I right. had definitely seen the introductory of mushrooms but no one was really using them and then when you came along to the real food revolution and you had the mushroom I was like here's a guy who's actually using the mushrooms and that was like honestly I'm just making a little claim for you that yes you were the first person I feel that really brought mushrooms to life um in this yeah. beautiful um like herbalistic way yeah um, it was definitely an underground group of us <laughs> like early on in the beginning we all knew each other yep we, we all knew each other it was just a handful um a handful of us in Australia um looking towards America at some people who were, you know, really, you know, bringing the Taoist tradition over to America. That was for me. I'm not a medicinal mushroom company. I just happened to offer medicinal mushrooms. Um, although people do, you know, like, oh, Mason, you've got that guy with the mushrooms and, you know, you have that mushroom company. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's me. Yeah. And people are like, <laughs> oh my God, Shazandra, I love this mushroom. I'm like, yeah, sure. It's a berry. <laughs> but the, <laughs> like, they, 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 yeah, well, like eventually you fall into the, into the web of super feast education. And, and so, yeah, remember, yeah, no judgment, no silly questions when you get, it's a very confusing in, at the, in the beginning universe, but, um, yeah, people would just, you know, I had like, you know, like I was like, there were people who had been doing it for a couple of decades. Like I've got Ron Teagarden's book here. Like he was my primary mentor and yeah, a few people doing it in America and it was kind of popular-ish, but only within like the people who were like, Small you know, we, well, we were all chasing like immortality. We were like, yeah. we were like raw foodist health freaks, <laughs> um, just real fringe. Like I, I just, I don't, I don't think I, I don't I forget how fringe I was with my health and my health obsession um but yeah i met lots of beautiful people there and yeah we just like we're like yeah whatever okay we'll start a mushroom company i just couldn't start stop it spreading the mushroom love it. like well people like i talk about it because I, I had such an awakening like such a heart opening and blossoming on the reishi and the, with the shaga mushroom 
such a fortification of my sinew and my being and just uh, and a perception that of wow that's what they i can feel what we what they mean when they say immunity or when we say you know in in Taoism our protective chi no one can take that away from me that is so that is embedded into my perception and awareness of hang on i can take actions to cultivate that which protects me and that's like full body awareness when you're able to have that experience and most of the population is disconnected in some way and that's that just comes back to what we started the conversation with today is around just really understanding how to check in now we don't have heaps of time left because i would love to like obviously keep chatting forever um i'd love to earlier you mentioned about building blood and the importance of building blood for women as that is what governs the woman body and it's you know chi that governs the, the the man's body but um for menstruators how important is it to build blood and then how can we build blood with the support of herbs through herbs? so i'm quickly i'm going to give the quick download and i might not say things like you know if if you're if you've got a real ideological bend i might say things that might trigger you but just bear bear with me not you personally (laughs) personally. (laughs) for all Um, the listeners (laughs) yeah i mean it's and it's worth you know it's worth because you know at times we are we have to we know at the moment we're tiptoeing and it's probably you'll probably be like oh that's nothing like that's you know i didn't actually even say anything that controversial but for people especially for you know we, what, when I talk about the, you know, our own, our own biology and our own, um, our, our own inner flow, our own women, you know, the dom, you know, women being dominated by blood and dominated by yin and allowing that to take and, you know, take formation. Like we talk, you know, gender, gender roles is something, you know, when we talk about gender roles, you can see where in a, where we've just gone up into the mind and we've, we've ossified. And we've gone, this is a traditional gender role. And no, this is, we say no to gender roles. And now this is the new possibility of that gender. And it's very mind-based and there's no mind-body connection. When we get out of that way of thinking, but the same conversation returning to the natural, when um, a man allows himself to be governed by yang and chi and learns how to master himself and his emotions and likewise, when a woman allows herself to remain in rhythm with the cycle, with the earth, with the moon, with the sun, and allow that yin and the various cycles within the body really deeply listen of when it's time to build, um, build blood, when it's time to slowly start to, you know, start to move. And then when it's time to really explode out because you're pulsing with blood and your tissues are saturated, naturally you, um, you fall into your own unique role (laughs) within your own biological role um and when um likewise for for um, a man and likewise a woman this is why these ideologies can be very dangerous and obviously very um incredible as well for um for bursting through ossified oppression then becoming excessive when we start losing um the guide of what our body wants and what the yin blood wants and what that means for a woman to really embody and be that dominant yin energy and not go against it because of an ideology. At that point, your lifestyle, we're not even at herbs yet. This is, this is the beauty of tonic herbs. I'm going to tell you the blood building herbs, but I'm going to give you idealism. <laughs> to be honest, I don't like idealism, but it's like, it's, I, I have to talk about it at this point, because otherwise I'm just putting band-aids, you know, on, on something. And in tonic herbalism, I, when, when we say, Hey, what herbs should a woman be taking and what herbs should a man be taking? We do put gender stereotypes onto herbs, bloody hypocrites. You know, you're you're like, you're bloody, you know, you don't want the roles for yourselves, but you put them on bloody Angelica root. Why can't the men have Angelica as well? I want women to have deer (laughs) antler themselves, but it's, it's, it's also necessary, these structured ideas, um, uh, like a, a obviously building like a ladder for us to move out of a, say, lower IQ way of thinking to move towards a more natural way of being. And so is this also because it comes back to the fact that females endocrine systems are developed and built differently to like a, ma- a born male's endocrine system? Yeah. So, then, so therefore, certain herbs are going to suit the specific genders, but not to the gender, it's actually to their like their makeup, their physiology, like their actual body makeup. 
Yeah. And in the beginning, you can just be in yin and yang. Yeah. And why at the moment in the West, so when women come to Superfeast and go, what's the like ideal formula for me to be taking? It is the I am Gaia formula. That is, I designed that for women. I'm loving that, by the way. I it's have beautiful. Oh, it's it just is. a beautiful blend. Um, however, imagine the way that you are living is completely in your own natural rhythm without synthetic rhythm and in a pure cultivation um, and a flowing and a surrendering to yin energy, which challenges your ideologies. It does. And likewise, for, for men, very challenging to, to, to release into that yang. Um, you know, and quite often we get, you know, there's, you get lost in the yang and you, you forget that yin and you forget how to dance. And likewise, for women, you excessively yin. And, and that's what we reject in, in society. We reject the excessive idea of what it is, a woman excessively yin and she's lost all capacity to, to cultivate yang and men that have lost themselves to yang and they've completely ossified and there's no grounding or wisdom or yin, right? So the fire is out of control. That's so, there's such extremes. When you just, when you come back to the bulk of people who like have their heads screwed on, which there's a lot more than you, than you think, we're not prone to that kind of extremism as long as we're supporting each other in a community to come back to our hearts um, and, and, and not falling into um, ideological dogma. When you are flowing in your natural, which will be challenging current ideological dogma heavily and triggering a lot of friends, heavily and triggering yourself and your own boring talking points, heavily and at that point, there's such a flow of yin that in ideal, like in an ideal scenario, women won't need a, a daily I am Gaia. However, we live in a society that is, we're going against our, our biological rhythm. And so it's very appropriate at the moment for women to be taking Jing because you know, men and women taking Jing because we are burning the candle at both ends. And we're sacrificing, we're, we're living, you know, we're sacrificing our, 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 the wax of our candle and throwing it into a furnace rather than living off our daily chi through our breath, um, you know, through just riding the rhythms of the chi of the day, you know, getting up and going at it and then descending at three o'clock. You know, we're, we're not, we're not riding the wave. We're just trying to, you know, like smash through the, you know, smash through a rip constantly. Um, and so likewise with men, if they are really honoring that 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 chi, the way that chi darts and moves and is is quick and um and the way you feel that that frustration and that anger bubble up inside of you, and then you're 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 freed up and you're 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 flexible within yourself, and you know you're not like a rigid piece of wood, but you're like bamboo, and so that anger and can be channeled into vision and um, vision and um and purposefulness and planning and and you know being being phallic like in the way that you 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 enter into the world and then have the capacity to descend and soften into the water once again. At that point. Yang dominates, so it's appropriate for men to have yin herbs and, you know, like more like, you know, more reishi, you'll see reishi being more appropriate, goji being more appropriate, um, ramania being more appropriate for men at that point. And you, a naturopath would be like, oh, no, you know, there's some of those, are, um, you know, estrogen forming um, or estrogen mimicking. And it's like, if you're that testosterone rich, it doesn't really matter. And we yeah, need... We need that yin to balance out the yang. And that's the purpose of tonic herbalism. So that's the goal. That's the goalpost for where we're getting. However, we at the, at the moment for women, because women aren't there and the current ideologies and the setup of the way our organizations are set up, um, our businesses are set up, hustle, um, you know, just all that kind of, Boss all that babe, kind of stuff. keep burning. Yeah, literally. Babes, yeah, that's like, what so many people, like menstruators, have. I see so many menstrual imbalances because of the chase for the yang when there's no yin present there's vacuity there's vacuity within the within the organs that means your liver and your spleen have not got the blood that they need in order to stay vibrant and that's why women start getting um uh, getting heat running through their their liver there's no blood nourishing the yin so you become in you, you become inflexible and you become angry um you you become everything you hated <laughs> Right. 
and you then do. the tension of the the tension of the liver comes up and you you, you <laughs> your shoulders come up and you get start getting migraines and and headaches and because you don't have a capacity to flow through the liver you don't have a capacity to replenish and clean the blood um that's when you get menstrual issues because it's like too much of a burden it's not just cleaning the blood and letting go of you know toxins as we know like that's not the only thing that's happening through you know so through much a cycle happens. so, There's so much. much happening but yep. the liver you know your liver and and is you know is um is bloody deficient and stiff so you're angry and frustrated and pent you know pent up and um, and that puts strain on your, your kidneys. And so that puts, you know, naturally, you know, you, you're not regulating your hormones because your liver's screwed. Um, they, you know, the libido starts to go, um, you know, that creates a vicious cycle where you're, therefore you're, um, your spleen starts to become unnourished, digestion starts to become unnourished, and that's a, it's a very vicious cycle between And kidneys. you're like a flat line. You're like yeah, a... Yeah. And you're just, yeah. you're lacking blood and you're yeah. not, you're, you're not honoring who you are. Um, you've, it's a complete programming. It's a complete brainwashing. Um, it's, and I'm sure you see it. Boss babe culture. Is it like, does it mean don't be a boss babe? Maybe. No, like I was about to say, for, no, for, for some maybe, people, maybe. Maybe. For maybe. Some people, that's yeah. actually, that's actually it. Like, it's like, you don't have, and it's like an unraveling. You, I think for a lot of people listening to this, your, your major focus, and it might take five years is to, unravel your ideological brainwashing that you brainwashed yourself with and it's not a race you don't have to race to the finish line because when you stop the race and stop forcing yourself you're actually slowing down the burn of the candle and you're extending the life of the candle back to the analogy that you gave before yeah and when you it's it's you and your capacity to get exhausted it's your jing when you know what's actually putting wax back on feel it wow that's 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 what works for my you know for for my being my physical essence then mm-hmm. the flame starts to get bigger and you feel more animated when you're more animated that's your chi the treasure of chi you your food and your breath and the sunlight each day animates your body that means you can move more emotions you can move more thoughts you can undergo more greater inner alchemy and transformations and um initiations so you can actually get on the road to being an elder right then the light starts coming off which sometimes you really start reaping only when you're 50 60 70 and 80 but you can see how many people fall out of checking you know and understanding who they are at a heart soul essence and a physical essence side of things they fall into being ideologically bent they lack the capacity to undergo inner transformations and initiations and they are not enjoyable to be around at 70 80 and 90 they are assholes or they are projecting their shit onto their family members onto the world rather than being really awesome people to be around i'm like is that a really angry liver that person has (laughs) from years of winding up and winding down yeah you're spot on yeah. And so, um, but, you know, for right now, herbalism wise, um, it is, uh, you know, if you're exhausted, maybe you need to get onto the Jing for a yeah. while. Get and that's the name of up. it. That's the name of one of your products, right? Yeah. Get onto the Jing. Jing. Yeah. So people are like, oh my God. Or, okay. How do I learn more about this? I would recommend you going to the Superfeast website or go check them out on yeah. you can Instagram. Call us. Superfeast. Call, yep. call, call, like call us, go to, go to whatever your searching engine, Google, Ecosia, whatever. Um, Google Superfeast and call and Nicole or Swana or Sophia will answer and run you through it. Um, if you have questions or DM us on Instagram or go to superfeast.com.au. Um, yeah. And I just will feel like the, the blood building herbs though, very important. And so that's in the I am Gaia product. And Jing, but I am Gaia is specialist. Okay. You stay on Jing until you get over, you get into your exhaustion and is gone and your libido is back. Um, and then, it puts the fire out of your complete dependence on things because you, you have no jing energy. You have and no can you will. take these together too? For sure. Nice. Like, can you like yeah. teaspoon, teaspoon? Jing, I am Gaia. Great. That's good postpartum as well as just natural. Okay. Um, and all well, that's preconception, postpartum, and then every day, whether, you know, at any stage. And can life. you use them during pregnancy as well? I know you said pre and different. post. Different. Okay. So different, but you've got other stuff on your website for that, don't you? Yeah, like reishi and eucomia bark are the safe ones, but you can take the lion's mane mushroom, 
Shaga during that time. But um, yeah, for women, get onto the I am Gaia. I am Gaia is good. Jing will make you feel, you'll feel Jing. And the I am Gaia, you'll feel as you build it, as you find where it fits in with your cycle. Some women, it's the whole time. They love it. Some, it's after they bleed. And you can feel what happens to your entire being and mind and your spirit when you have herbs supporting the regulation of your sex organs and building blood and moving your blood with grace and moving fluid out of the way. That blend was designed for that, that beautiful female system to get regulated and get back into the natural flow. So it's not going to be a dependence of you have to take this forever. It's a reminder of what it feels like for your blood to be building, the organs that build your blood to be flowing, to be moving dryness and fluid out of the way that stands in the way of that happening um, and ensuring that you have blood to move, that you're not just pushing air into your organs, creating hot air. So you can, you know, that's, it's a, it's a huge, it's a huge issue. So the women, you can undergo a pretty transformational um, experience getting onto the I am Gaia blend, give it three months, you know, get a, like get on, get a 250 gram bag. Do you have a discount code to give your audience? I, th- audience I think I do. I actually just don't know what it is. So I, when this um, episode goes out, um, it'll be in the show notes with a yep. link. Um, so if you do want to go try the products, um, and obviously I'll talk about them um, on the gram too when the episode comes out. I definitely recommend it. I've got them. I'm gonna. I wasn't taking them together, so that's a takeaway for me. I'm gonna actually start taking them together. Very mm-hmm. excited for that, especially as we um, like we're recording this in November. So as I come to the wind down part of the year knowing that my life is wound down in work-wise mm. as I drop into just myself, which is what mm. this particular time of the, of the year is for me, taking those and seeing how that affects me and how I feel dropping in without the, the uplift of life through you know, my workload will help me see the true differences without the confusion of life. Great. Oh. Yeah, so I'm looking forward Preach. to that. Yeah, preach. preach it. Um, and yeah, I would say that if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my God, I'd really love to learn more. Superbeast has so many great resources. So definitely go check them out. Macy, you also have your own podcast. What is your podcast name? Superfeast. Awesome. <laughs> Superfeast podcast. <laughs> awesome. So go check that out if you'd like to learn more about Mason's, you know, hear more conversations if you've loved this so much. Um, but Mace, thank you so much for joining us on the show. I've thoroughly loved having you on and I think you should you should or you could I don't want to shoot you into it I don't want to shit you into shooting um but you could totally write a book called um, blood is life <laughs> blood is life I mean I, like I, I think I think I'd co-author with my wife on that one and totally. I think we would knock it out of the park totally send me a copy so yeah. I would love to read it <laughs> well thank you so much Mace I know you go run off um very grateful and have super appreciated you being on the show Thanks so much. Loved it. Thank you so much for tuning in to every episode of the Well Women podcast. I trust you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you got a lot out of it too, please subscribe and leave a five-star review on iTunes or your podcast app. This means together we can inspire, connect and educate even more women. Now, is there a bestie, a sister or a friend who you know may be frustrated and confused with their health? Are they ready to discover new aspects of themselves too? Well, take a screenshot of this podcast episode, share it on your social media, email it, text it, or any way you need to get it to their ears. So together, we can all live in flow, harmony, and balance with our bodies. And be sure to tag me in it too. Hashtag WellWomenPodcast. For everything we mentioned in today's episode, you can find this in the show notes over at wellsome.com forward slash podcast. Until next time, beautiful, get connected, listen to your body, and remember... Body confidence all begins with living in tune with your menstrual cycle.